0: Welcome Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the internet featuring two life-sized stop-motion characters. I'm stop-motion claymation character number one, Eugene.
1: <laughs> number two, Eric. <laughs> oh, that's good, I like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? <laughs> um, little sick, but I'm the least sick one in the house, so I yeah. guess that's something. That's okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of fighting something too, and I'm recuperating from the uh, the death metal show last night, and so all is well in the uh, in the universe, I
1: guess. <laughs> oh, you're still breathing. I guess you won yes i did <laughs> last one standing gets the prize
0: ah uh,
1: yep. uh, well that's i mean that's that's pretty good i mean what are you gonna do we're here in ohio where it's um 40 deg- degrees colder than the uh, northern part of alaska yes the global yes. warming is a hoax okay welcome yeah. to the show everyone we got a big <laughs> show as always we got the roulette uh this episode for our special extra segment. We'll be doing a director spotlight on... we'll save that for later. And we've got plenty to do and recently watched. Yeah. And I also Uh, wouldn't
0: wouldn't mind if we can briefly hit on Steve's question. If we can, if if not, that's fine. I know we've got a busy show tonight, but Steve had a question for us. Did you see that...
1: uh... No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I worked double today and I have not been on the uh, interwebs as much. But but we can bring up his question if you want to do... I missed it, but that's fine. We can yeah. we can tackle yeah that sure one as well.
0: okay, and that's one that you could probably uh, almost answer on the fly. I'm guessing, so I'll I'll save that for later. But okay. uh, the question the question that he had was really good, and it's one that I almost immediately came up with my answer. So I think that that you'll probably have no problem with it either.
1: Okay, we'll tackle that after the. You want to do that after roulette? Or... I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's fine with me. Okie doke. Let's go right to the roulette and. Uh, first up, okay, it was Apartment 1303 versus Honeymoon. Um, I'll go first. Uh Apartment 1303. I hit play on this complete raging piece of crap, and within four minutes, I was watching the counter and could not wait until I hit the 30-minute mark and could turn it off. I hated it so much, in fact, that I texted (laughs) Eugene and I said, I'll tell you what, I, I defy you to get through uh, any of this film, and if, for every minute of this movie that you watch, I will give you a pass on the buffer zone uh, of our roulette rules for the next pick. Or actually, that can hold, that that little thing can hold. So how much of this movie did you make it through? I I watched the entire
0: entire (sighs) four hour long movie, also known as 75 (laughs) minutes long or whatever it was.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, in that case... Uh You win a buffer for the next time that you want to take a mulligan. If you want to take it within three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, whenever you want to take it, if you want to take it before the 30-minute mark, you have a free pass token. Thank uh, you. Only one. Okay. That means if you stop at twenty eight minutes, it counts. If you stop at one minute, it counts. Gotcha. But you have totally a full on token. If you would have watched uh, fifteen minutes of this movie, I would have given you a fifteen minute token, which means you only you know you cut it in half. Yep. But that's okay. You watched.
0: I sat through the entire thing, uh, and I, I for the most you know part, what?
1: you're a sick, sick man like, because <laughs> was so uh, that bad. was unbearable.
0: Yeah. That seriously might have been the worst movie I have ever watched on Netflix. It like <laughs> in, in, in its entirety. I mean, I've watched bad movies. We all we both have, but yeah. that was that was mystery science theater train wreck, terrible. And it's a new movie, brand new movie for the most part, like a year or so old.
1: Oh my god! Did I hate? I, I hated every frame, and it got worse as it went to the point where I was like, "You, I, you have to watch a little bit of this because it's just that bad." Yeah. Ugh good lord oh so go ahead and tell us what it's about because you know more about it than me (laughs) (laughs) well um bad actress
0: number one moves into an apartment and uh meets a bad actor little girl who there's a ghost in the house and bad actor sister is uh fighting with her sister maybe and fighting with her drunken rebecca de mornay mom who's a a uh, singer, I think, kind of.
1: Yes, I would like to make note that, that within the first three minutes of this movie, there was arguing and crying between women.
0: Yes, it was yes.
1: everything that every horror yeah. fan longs to see in a film. Yes, it and I'm going to spoil that. Just...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to spoil the movie too. But so the uh, the the sister that moves into the apartment, she gets killed. Did you make it that far?
1: Uh, no, they. She was getting attacked by a ghost and then yep. uh, and thrown up against the wall. Yep. And then she went to work, and she was showing off her bruises by showing her shoulder and her face, and everybody was that like, had no is, bruises on at all. Who's hitting yeah. you? And there wasn't even a red spot. There was nothing. I couldn't see yeah. anything.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, so then the other sister starts to investigate, and uh, the 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 dead girl's boyfriend gets involved, and stuff happens,
1: and it, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. It has also spawned, it was so terrible, in fact, it has spawned new rules for the roulette. Um, <laughs> uh, of which being, no more are we picking backups. Anything that you throw onto the roulette for this round is fair game if you take a mulligan. Because I, we don't always have time to investigate the backups right away. We're like, oh, I'll take this and this. And then you go look at them. Because after this, I was like, I don't want to watch any of these. Yeah. Um, boy, maybe I should undo that rule because... Da, 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 da. I was completely wrong on your entire last set of roulette movies that you gave me. The one that I picked that I thought, maybe that has a little potential, Apartment 1303, maybe it's something. I guarantee that was the worst one on the list. Uh, it's one of the worst anything I ever saw for 30 minutes. But the one that I would have guaranteed is a complete bust. I ended up watching...
0: Oh, okay.
1: Pretty good flick. Was it I'm Dentist? Pretty... Worse, The Nun. Oh, really? Ah, I Yeah, cool. The Nun wasn't one of my, ba- or The Dentist wasn't one of my backups, so I couldn't pick it under old oh, rules. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I probably would have, but under old rules, we had our two backup picks uh, for a mulligan, and you had to go with that. Uh, and I had picked Whatever Else and The Nun from 2005. Um, hey, 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 trying to bring up the synopsis here. Tagline: Not all water is holy. <laughs> Ooh!
0: Oh, that's great cheesy horror tagline material there. That's good.
1: Yeah, it is. And this this definitely falls under the horror thriller. Uh, the better way to describe it to you would be: um, this is more the fun horror than the really scary, serious horror. Like for me, with uh, uh, you're the horror guy, but for me. I don't watch really scary horror stuff before I'm, like, gonna go to bed. And since I have to put the kids to bed and all that jazz, I'm not watching horror stuff with them, obviously. I don't get to watch a lot of that stuff in the evening. I usually have to wait until Saturday morning or Sunday morning or whatever. But, uh, I, and I, as I did with this, because I was expecting full-on horror. But this was more like that uh, final destination or that silliness where you're like, Ah, okay... There's a scare, there's a special effect, and there's the nun coming out of the water and killing you. Ah, ha, ha, ha. But it wasn't, uh, like, terrifying. It was okay. more that, that fun kind of body horror, almost. Um, okay. group of teenage girls are terrorized by Sister Ursula, a nun that believes she must rid the world of all sin. And she mysteriously disappears. The Catholic school is shut down. Many years later, all the women all grown up are terrorized by a ghostly nun. You can figure out the outline of this film and what this movie is about. That that goes pretty much by the book. Um, But it was still a pretty fun watch. I was enjoying watching it. It was shot well. It was lit well. The special effects were good. Had some good little little jumps there. But none that were like, holy crap, that was terrifying. But they were like, ah, that was cool. Um, You definitely need to give this a watch. Oh, yeah. That's all me. Yeah, I think you would give it a higher score than me. It, it drug on a little bit in the late second, third act. It drug on. This movie is maybe about ten minutes too long. Uh, okay. But it's still very much worth a watch. I think you would probably give it a, a bigger score than me. Um, okay. But I'm giving it a passing thumbs up. Okay. Um, I enjoyed oh, that's it. awesome. I, that's I did. that's I, great I, to hear. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. I really yeah. was.
0: Oh, I love that. That's. i I'm, oh, I got to tell you, I am very surprised uh, that... that that, that you watched it and it was actually a a decent movie.
1: It it was. I mean, it, it all went very predictably. You there's sure, not, yeah. not a lot of yeah. surprises here. But but I think you would have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And I very much want to hear your review because I think oh I think you'd give it a. a oh,
0: I'll I'll def that's definitely one I'll guaranteed watch probably by the next the next show I'll chime in Good. on on my thoughts on that. My estimated
1: cool. Eugene review would be like a three to four. Three, Perfect. three and a half, somewhere in that. And, and, yeah, and
0: my expectations are right in check. I already have an idea of what to expect and movies to compare it to almost. Like, okay, it's probably going to be on the lines of this type of thing. So, uh,
1: cool. Okay, over to you, Honeymoon.
0: Okay, uh, Honeymoon. So uh, I had heard of this movie on, uh, on different horror websites uh, touting this thing as, oh, it's a great movie. And any more, that just scares me more than it does like draws me in a lot because so Good. often these horror websites oh you gotta see this and then it's a complete piece of crap like yeah. that uh, that one movie though by the it was in Italy I um, that shows so how much never Lake never Lake that was terrible <laughs> and lots of horror sites gave that a thumbs up and I, I have no idea why <laughs> this everything. one however is a gem in the rough. Awesome. Um, Yes, this one here... uh, There's only four actors in the entire movie. uh, And honestly, it could almost be just two actors in the entire movie. This is slow burn. Uh, I got that
1: from the trailer.
0: Yeah, the first half hour to 45 minutes, I was A, annoyed with the characters. And then B, was starting to get bored. And then things start to happen. And it's all for a reason and it's all in all of that stuff in the beginning that you're like come on it's it's good because you almost get settled into this false sense of security type of thing mm. and you're you kind of get like oh these are kind of and you know something's going to happen but you're like oh you kind of like the characters and they're just you know this goofy newlywed couple they're staying at this at the at the the bride's home that she grew up in and uh and then something happens maybe that changes her kind of I'm trying to be vague because you yeah. want to see the, you want to see this movie okay and uh because it's I, I I hesitate to say too much about it because it's it's not flat out horror by any by any stretch it's it's but I let can't me let
1: me let me give you a couple of questions um, to help you avoid spoilers from the trailer uh one of the things I was worried about was. Am I going to spend this entire movie going Is he insane, is he not insane Is it one of those things No Okay Um, Another thing I got from the trailer Was a possible hint Of supernatural Happenings Now is that clearly defined early on Or is that just A thing they play with and it comes to nothing Um Or they just stay vague with it Until the end
0: yeah there you go there you go
1: okay yeah
0: yep there you go i i I wish i could say more but don't i'm i'm hesitant to say more again the the whole lovey-dovey because they're they're newlyweds the whole lovey-dovey thing in the beginning i'm like come on this is i love you i love you kissy 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 (laughs) and i'm like come on but i'm like you know what stick with this because i'm like it shot well very shot very well acting was good Lit, I mean, everything was very professional about it, and I'm like, I feel something going to be happening here, and then it does, and then things take a downward spiral, and then by the end, you're like, oh, okay, thumbs up. This movie is, a, it's a, it's a thumbs up, and you don't have to be. That's another thing with this. You don't have to be a horror fan to enjoy this. This is a. Uh, a movie that non-horror fans would probably still enjoy, in, in my opinion. This is not a blood and guts horror thing. More, uh, more uh,
1: heavy thriller.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah, and I, t- I hesitate to say too much. I, 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 gotcha. I can't. Yeah, I can't say too much. Okay, so,
1: but just keep in, keep in mind it. that the, yeah.
0: the first half is slow paced, but things significantly pick up, and uh, yeah, thumbs up.
1: Cool. Uh, I'll definitely watch that and get back to you. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I feel in the mood for that kind of movie. Well, let's quickly move on to the next round. We have another round of Blind Roulette. And I have uh, pretty much one of everything for you. As awesome. I, that, that's what I found. And I'm going to start right off with the documentary of the group mm. from 2013 Aim High in Creation. Did you see this pop on on Netflix? I
0: did not. Aim high in creation?
1: Yes. Determined to stop a gas mine being built near her uh, hometown in Australia, uh, this woman goes to North Korea to meet the the masters of propaganda filmmaking, who will teach her how to make a revolutionary drama, blah, 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 heroic workers, uh, propaganda filmmaking. Wait, so
0: this is, she actually went to North Korea, they let yeah. her in?
1: Yeah, 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 I, I went to YouTube to watch the trailer to see if this is legit, or if this was a mock you documentary, uh, but no, this is a real documentary. Wow, and okay. The trailer. the trailer for this thing, let's put it this way, the trailer was so good, if uh, we took a pause and you went and watched that trailer right now, I wouldn't have to read the other five things on my list. The trailer was that good. It I wanted to watch it immediately, but in Ooh. order to keep this on the blind roulette, I have just added it to my queue, and I'm waiting.
0: Okay. But there's a good <laughs>
1: chance that I'll be watching that this week.
0: Awesome. <laughs> okay. Looked, All right. The
1: trailer was astounding. It looked fa- fast-paced and energetic, and fan- it just looked so good. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Uh Okay, uh, next up is from 2014, and I added this one just for you. This one is not on my queue, but if it's a gem, let me know. Uh, and that's called Housebound. Okay. Have you seen this one? It's a nope. horror film? Nope. Um, Kylie Bucknell is forced to return to the house she grew up in when the court places her on home detention. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa wait. Um... No, okay, no, keep going, keep going. I I was thinking of something else. Keep going.
1: I really hate the IMDb synopses, synopses, whatever you want to... uh, They're paragraphs long. Just give me two sentences. Uh, She goes back to the house, and it's probably haunted. How about that? Um, Okay. Tagline... No tagline. Of course not, because that would be too fun. Yeah, Okay, anyway, housebound horror movie, ghost and stuff, and real creepy poster. So there's your horror movie. Uh, next up is The Scribbler from 2014. The Scribbler? The Scribbler. This would be your comic book movie. It's not actually okay. based on a comic book, but it's a comic book themed kind of idea. The vigilante young woman is facing her destructive multiple personalities using an experimental new procedure known as the Siamese Burn. Again, these synopses are horrible. This isn't what it sold at all in the trailer. It looked more like a comic book movie. Uh, tagline, unzip your head. Uh, think of think of it kind of like a cross between... Um, ah, damn it. Sucker Punch, maybe with uh, some costumed heroes.
0: Okay, okay.
1: That's what the trailer sold me. That's something in that ballpark. Okay, uh, looked kind of fun. Ninety minutes, easy, uh, easy going. Uh, next up, I got a stand-up comedy routine for you. Oh, the fluffy movie. Oh, is that the uh, is that Mexican guy? <laughs> yeah, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, a fantastic stand-up comedian. Um,
0: Never seen him.
1: Uh, the Fluffy movie was my pick from the fantasy Oh, his stand-ups are great but uh, Okay The Fluffy movie was my uh, Dead money pick from last year's Fantasy Movie League That won for me, by the way Okay, nice <laughs> um, And I'm going to watch this one Because I love his stand-ups They're hysterical uh, The only thing that might draw you out of this one Hour 53 It's almost two hours, a little longer Wow, that's a long stand-up comedy act yeah, but it was a movie in theaters. There's probably a lot of behind the scenes or something. You know, intercut. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, next up, from 2013. Felony. An accident involving a young child sets off a chain of events that brings an Australian police officer's world crashing down. This would be your drama thriller. Tagline. Father. Hero. Liar. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the reason i added this one good cast jay courtney i shouldn't have started off good cast with that uh you know who that is right <laughs> yes yeah. i do yeah joel edgerton <laughs> he's on the rise yeah uh um, tom oh tom wilkinson yes tom wilkinson nice yes, yeah it's it's a pretty good cast i i don't know there's there's some it looks good looks good to me haven't watched the trailer but uh, there you go, there's my five. If you want any more, it's going off the old list.
0: Oh, okay. no, 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 you're good. You're that's, that's a, boy, talk about a complete... Spread. Uh, <laughs> spread right there, yeah. Boy, that aim high in creation is really tempting, but you had to throw a horror one in
1: there. Oh, you know that's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of it? Uh,
0: I think so, yeah. Um,
1: On horror sites, where it got... Yeah, yeah.
0: yes, exactly, yes. <laughs> On horror sites. It's always on horror sites.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you know, okay, so Housebound, well, yeah, actually, now that now that we've changed rules, so now if Housebound is not good, it's a free-for-all.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so then Housebound it is. <laughs> I, yep, because number two would have been Aim High in Creation. Well, I and guess that, that's, that, a that,
1: painless, I, that's a painless pick for you this week, because if you watch the opening credits and it's horrible, you can just jump right out of it.
0: Yeah, because Aim High will be my next one that I watch, guaranteed. But all of those sound very... uh, thats uh, I was not expecting uh, a stand-up comedy act being thrown into the mix there on that one.
1: You know, they've been adding a lot of uh, stand-up lately. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought about doing a a whole stand-up round, but then I'm like, "Ah, I don't know any of these people. So that's a total crapshoot. And you know like within five minutes of this is my type of comedy or not. Yes, it
0: is. You know that's one thing with stand-up comedy acts is you're right that within the first couple of minutes you either get their humor or it just doesn't work for you.
1: Much like our show, where we have five listeners, because most yes, people exactly. they, they listen for five minutes and they're like, "That's eh, not funny." Nah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we both know we're we're hilarious.
1: Oh well, <laughs> it's only for <laughs> us anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so your movies. Here we go. Uh, first up is.
1: Uh, young ones of course um, two daughters fighting with their mother yeah yeah and it's uh, it, yeah exactly
0: uh, now, as earth as earth withers in drought a farmer turns to his young son to defend their land when his daughter's suitor plots to use i almost gray. threw
1: this one at you i almost threw this one at you it just it looks okay <laughs> he said skeptically yeah <laughs> So hey, you know, that. the last uh, Michael Shannon movie I watched was awesome. And, oh, Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah. Huh? Oh, that? that's the kid from The Road. And,
0: um, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yep. was the
1: last movie I saw him in that I just, I hate, I hated him. Maybe one day he'll <laughs> grow into be a great actor. But for now, he is painful. Painful to my eyes. What was that? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I really was ragging on him on this show, and I can't remember what mm-hmm. it was. Anyway.
0: Okay, next up is Saints and Soldiers, The Void.
1: But I haven't seen the first one. You keep giving me sequels. I
0: know, but I think that these are... I think that they're just in, sequel in name only. I think okay. that it's... They're kind of just... You just roll with it. Okay. Uh, during World War II, a U.S. crew discovers a potential German ambush, but... Sergeant must find must first contend with racial racial prejudice amongst his own men. Eh, it it
1: <laughs> might be good. I don't know. <laughs> Two strong endorsements. <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs>
0: okay. Next up, now this one here, I've got high hopes for. This is my documentary, I guess. Okay. Uh, and I watch I watched the original one. Uh, this is kind of the follow ups in probably possibly in name only. Um. Is called Coringal, and it's a follow-up to Rastrepo. Or Restrepo. Yes, I've
1: thrown this. Uh, did I throw this at you? I might have thrown this at you. Okay.
0: Okay, uh, but uh, Rastrepo was a very good movie, and yeah, I'm am I'm guessing that this is kind of a no-brainer. That's that'll be a good documentary. Uh, so,
1: by the way, Saints and Soldiers: The Void is uh, two and a half hours long. What? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, I'm looking at two thirty. Oh, I'm looking here on <laughs> on
0: Netflix and it's 1 1 hour 35 minutes.
1: I don't uh, okay. That's fine. No, I'm N- just, not, I'm looking on IMDb. It says 2:30. Yeah.
0: Cuz if it's 2:30 then then that's definitely for you
1: <laughs> with a 4.9 <laughs> out of 10.
0: <laughs> oh. I... <laughs> that's all right. Okay. all right. Go ahead. Oh, next. Okay. Uh so next up is um This movie here was shown at uh, the Sarasota Film Festival when I was working down there. Uh, Next Year, Jerusalem. This is actually another documentary. It's only 70 minutes long, and it's about a group of senior citizens that are planning a trip to uh, Israel. And the only reason I'm throwing that on there, I know you're probably thinking, ugh, that doesn't sound that great. No, no, that
1: sounds okay to me.
0: Yeah, I, I was... I was in the the lobby working and people had seen that movie and they were ranting and raving about how good it was. Uh, But it might just be one that, you know, is a great movie for older people or whatever. I don't know. But regardless, that was playing when I was working at the the film festival and people really liked it. So I'm like, I'm going to throw that on there. And it's only 70 minutes
1: long. So next year, Jerusalem, it's not coming. I'm not seeing it. Next year,
0: Jerusalem. It's on Netflix. I'm looking okay, at it right okay. now. Okay,
1: I'm I'm on IMDb. Um, so don't worry. About okay. Me.
0: Um. So anyway. Okay. Uh. And then I've got one
1: called uh, House at the End of Time.
0: No. And I thought no.
1: That... No. Nope. No. Hell no. I ah, looked, I, oh no. I, I've thought about throwing that at you, and I was like, you know, that's so bad. If he threw it at me, there's no way I'd take it. It's time again. It's Haunter again. It's the time travel girl's teenage. No, hell no, no. Well, yeah, but after spending thirty years in prison,
0: a tormented woman returns to her family home, oh, Marty. and she has to she has to confront the mysteries
1: and dangerous curse that led to her arrest. You see? No, no, no. I don't have to see. You may have a buy on getting your no. Mulligan uh, pass through, but I don't have to take your crap. <laughs> Well, then this
0: last one is a definite shoe in. Okay. Uh, app. A-P-P. App. When a new app downloads itself into a young woman's phone. Young and... woman phone. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. And, no. And be... oh, no. I looked at this and... one too and was like, nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she looks like a tween and she, you know, she looks like oh, a, a, a
1: 13-year-old girl that goes through goes through things to get to, to terrorize her distributing compromising photographs videos and yeah. texts about her personal yes. life no yeah it's it's a Dutch I'm, movie i i'm good with in english I'm, nah, I'm good with the the, uh, the four uh <sighs> I, no I'm not, i wouldn't even watch those on a mulligan oh, um, maybe
0: i should i throw the sinful nuns of saint wherever
1: <laughs> at you again or no <laughs> i'm good i think i'm good um okay I'm going to take, uh, I have no idea what next year Jerusalem is, and I can't bring it up, but you know what? I'm going to take next year Jerusalem because I can always fall back on the Coringal. Um, yeah. I'm sure one of those will be good. Uh, yeah. that, the first one of the Koringol, uh, Koringol, whatever that was, that was a Restrepo. That was a very good Yes. Movie. Yeah, um, So you watched that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that was okay. a damn fine film. Uh, yeah, that was very good. I am going yep. to watch the Koringol. I just haven't got around to it. Because it's so uh, emotional. It's so heavy. You you just know. I watched the first one. Oh, I know. So I know it's going to be heavy. Um, Yeah, and
0: then Next Year's Jerusalem, that could be a a heavy movie, too. I don't want to know anything
1: about it. I I know nothing about it. Documentary, okay, I'll check it out. I'm I'm in a documentary kind of mood because I've been watching... uh, a lot of Godzilla movies lately, so
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. And what's cool is I love when I see it like a documentary that's only seventy minutes long. So if it's even just like that's oh, not bad. It's yeah. only seventy minutes long.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. I'll take next year Jerusalem.
0: Cool. All right. We'll so do you want out. me to throw the uh, the question that Steve had for yes! us? Yes. Yes. Let's okay. tackle
1: that right now. So, and then
0: yeah, so on. he. It was a good question. He said, "What what movie?" Failed to live up to your expectations that you were so hyped up for the most out of almost any movie that you can think of. Like, what were you like? This is a sure thing, and then it just fell flat. Oh um, boy! And and it took me a couple minutes to 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 for me to like, okay, that's the that one. There pops into my mind. And there was actually two. And I actually have a large scale movie and a small scale movie. So one's a low budget and one's a huge budget movie. So... Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and that gives you a little time to think about yours. For me, the large-scale movie was Godzilla 1997. The Roland Emmerich movie. Oh, yes, De- yes. De- Dean Dean Dev. I was... I was the, my expectations for that movie were so off the charts that, that there was no way that it, it could even have lived up to the expect- expectations that I had for it. Coming off of Independence Day and the trailers for that thing, the trailers for that movie were so good. I was like, "This is this is going to be the greatest movie ever," and it was not that at all. Um, it was, and I, I it was one of those where I left the theater thinking, "You know, I liked that. Right? That was good." <laughs> And and it I mean in hindsight it, there is a there is a good movie in there it's a half hour shorter and it doesn't star Matthew Broderick
1: No there is <laughs> there isn't a good movie in I've been watching a lot of Godzilla lately there isn't a good movie in that one trust me <laughs> Because the old ones kick ass
0: <laughs> Yeah So that was one like that I was really pumped for I I still remember sitting in the theater and watching the trailers for that thing where the only thing you see is that the the fishermen by the water and the yeah. the, the, the wave, and I'm like, oh, well, and everybody's riding yeah. high
1: on Independence Day.
0: Yeah, and I know.
1: At that point, uh, Emmerich couldn't do any wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that was before we learned. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. And, he and, did. and the thing
0: is, Independence Day for me that lived up to everything I was expecting it to do. And I, yeah, granted, it's it's dated now, but that one there was like, this is great. Yeah, that was one of the very few movies I watched that uh twice in a time span of two weeks in the theater like I, Independence i'm gonna go yeah mm. yeah that was
1: um, a good
0: movie. So, yeah but so that was the large scale small scale for me is the silent night deadly night remake which is silent night <laughs> i i was i should i should have known better i should have known this wasn't going to be good but i'm like it's it's the remake to the best slasher movie i've ever seen i've A part of my life, and this is going to be, at the very least, a good movie, and it is atrocious, terrible, and so yeah. So, so anyway, that's okay. Well, in the
1: vein of that, I've I've thought of a large scale and a small scale film that I will throw into the mix. And granted, I came up with this in the last three minutes, so cut me some slack. I uh, given more time, I would have thought of something better. But naturally, my mind goes to comic book movies. Uh, large scale Superman Returns. That was one where <clears throat> mm. I distinctly remember watching Superman for The Quest for Peace um, in theater, huh. and that was a conversation we actually had on Facebook within the last two weeks. Uh, that was the last movie that I remember watching at that weird theater oh, that you and yes. me and Missy were, were discussing. Uh I distinctly remember watching that movie and thinking this is the greatest Superman movie ever made. Uh I was very young at the time. I didn't revisit it till like a decade later and then I was just what I I, I didn't remember it was like I don't even remember this. What? Uh that's what happens uh the passage of time. Terrible. So I was super excited for Superman returns. And I loved it. Until some time has passed. And I'm just... Okay. I've seen Superman on the screen. <sighs> That's a bad. It's not good. It's not good. It, it, it has some great, uh, fantastic Superman moments in it. But overall, my God. A whole Superman movie where he doesn't punch anything. It's just yeah. very bizarre. And they overcorrected with Man of Steel where he... Only punches, punches everything. everything. Uh, but nonetheless, that was, uh, in retrospect, that movie is a disappointment. Uh, yeah. On a small scale, and this is one that really hit me kind of personal because I spent so much time leading up to this film's release defending it and telling everybody how great it's going to be and don't worry, it's going to be awesome because I love the director and that is Punisher or Zone. Uh, I, mm. The director did... Green Street Hooligans, which is a really good dramatic film. Uh, it, it's got some action bits in it, but it's mostly a dramatic film, um, in my opinion. And so I was like, she's tackling Punisher, and she, uh, the interviews I've read with her, she loves the character. She seems to really get it. And then I went and watched the movie, and was like, that was a that was a battlefield Earth level train wreck. Um, and then i didn 't watch it again for a i don 't even know how long it's been out i haven't seen it since the theater and then I rewatched it on uh crackle uh, not even netflix it was crackle yeah. <laughs> and then I came to really love it uh again but only because it 's so bad it's good it 's not yeah. in a it's good way it 's in a so ridiculous! It's fun kind of way. Yeah, uh, and you
0: actually got me to rewatch that one because I I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I'm like, this is not good. Rightfully, and you so. talked
1: me
0: you yeah. talked me into rewatching it, and with with a certain expectation. And I thoroughly enjoyed it on that level.
1: I did too the second time around. But even still, yeah. my uh, it doesn't even live up to the the. Do we call it a remake? Does the Dolph Lundgren one count? I don't even know. Yeah, They're...
0: I don't know. But yeah. the, the
1: one with Thomas Jane that came before it was uh, was better, and even it in itself is a subpar film. But it it was still yeah. pretty decent, kind of. I saw
0: that. I saw that one with you actually in the theater.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's a good flick. It's a decent, yeah. you know, action flick. Uh, but that remake, wow, is it weird? I mean, it goes. Uh, Batman forever. That's the best way to explain it. It's Batman yeah, to, forever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's yeah. move on. Director Spotlight uh, of this month slash week slash pod and this episode. It's going to be Danny Boyle. Your decision. Oh, yeah. and yep. <laughs> next decision is going to be mine and we'll just bounce it yep. back and forth. Uh, anyway. Where to begin with Mr. Danny Boyle. Uh, We have a breakdown of the rankings, ratings of the 10, uh, his 10 flicks, uh, 10 uh, most theatrically released films. Yep. Um, Let's start with a little bit of trivia about the man. His favorite film, Apocalypse Now, automatically Mm. in my good graces. (laughs) Yep, me too. I saw that. I'm like, yep. Well, we obviously both went and sought out um, interesting uh, behind-the-scenes facts, uh, factoids about the man. So if I uh, double up on some of yours, sorry about that. Uh, Do you want to just bounce back and forth on those? Uh, Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay, go ahead, give me one.
0: Okay, I thought this was cool that uh, that when he was uh, making uh, The Beach... He chose Leo DiCaprio instead of Ewan McGregor, which caused a riff in their relationship. I thought that was very interesting, because yeah. I, I never knew that. Uh And DiCaprio is the only person that I can see in that role. He was so good in The Beach, and I, it's hard for me to even fathom Ewan McGregor in that role. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting little thing that I'm like, oh, that's cool. It is. And, and that was... Uh, that was What's cool is that, that DiCaprio, that was after fairly soon... Actually, that might have been the very next movie after Titanic when he was officially American Heartthrob number yeah. one. And then he goes and does The Beach, which is just weird.
1: Yeah, it's um, almost a but fight club.
0: I, yeah, and what's so cool about that, though, is that it almost started to get him on the road to the career that he has now. He never got sucked into that whole rom-com yeah cheesy movie stuff he is he took the more serious roles uh even if they weren't you know, the beach didn't do that great uh but i think that that's cool that that DiCaprio was in that movie and i, I think that that attributes some of what he does now uh instead of taking on the the heartthrob type
1: yeah role. i agree and in a lot of ways um uh, that was a big deal with uh mcgregor and and danny boyle because they had made a few films together, and they kind of uh, jumped into the industry together. And it's only recently that they both really want to work together again. And and they've like uh, just kind of grown up. Um, does that make any sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, yeah. They've kind of like past is past, and we want to work together again. And it's not you have to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Uh, and supposedly they're really both uh, working hard on a sequel to uh, train spotting, which uh, yes, uh, porno. Yeah.
0: Porno. Yeah. So. Which yeah. Great title.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next a little bit. Um, Danny Boyle has directed one Oscar performance in James Franco in 127 hours. That will be interesting a little later when we do our top 10. Yes, back to you
0: Um, I put down here uh, 28 days later where is that at Um, uh, Danny Danny Boyle has stated that he would like to do something with the 28 months later I I believe at this point Uh, so I would be of course I would be all about that 28 days later is a well we'll get into the reviews but I, I love that that universe that he's created there. And I would love if he would, uh, if he'd get back to that, being the Helmer of, of a new 28 days later or 28 months later, whatever. Me
1: too. Yeah. Um, okay. Next up. Passed on directing alien resurrection to work on a life less ordinary. I thought that that was amazing. Yeah. And I'm hard pressed to fault him on that. I, the alien four script dodgy. Life Less Ordinary, one of the three rom-coms I love. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get into ratings and rankings later. Next, back to you.
0: (laughs) Um, The only thing else I've got here is uh, he directed a short movie called Alien Love Triangle, never seen it, starring Kenneth Branagh, and it was intended to be one of three shorts within a feature film. However, the project was canceled after the two other shorts were made into feature films. Mimic, starring Mira Servino, and Impostor, starring Gary Sinise, both of which are very good movies.
1: I, also, that was my last note as well. Oh, <laughs> perfect, good. Yep, I, I assumed that you probably would be throwing that in there, because yes, yep. <laughs> that, was, that was fascinating. I had no idea about that. And I definitely want to see this Alien Love Triangle movie. I mean, it I'll sounds like Alien Love Triangle, directed by Danny Moyle. That sounds kind of silly, but... Uh, paired with Mimic and Imposter in short film form, that sounds like a great movie. Like, oh, heck it would yeah. would fit right in with the the theme of those two films. Yeah. And those movies arguably should maybe have remained short films. They're good, but... Yeah? Eh... <laughs> <laughs> but I do like that. that Imposter is one of the... Uh, would be a gem in the rough, under I like that movie for a direct-to-video kind of Oh, status. me
0: too. Yep, me too. I agree.
1: Okay, yep. let's jump into our... Uh, unless there's anything else that you would nope, like to that's add. It. Nope. Let's jump into our rankings of his 10 uh, theatrically released. Uh, most of them were better known, whatever. Uh, yeah. Let's rank the 10. Okay. Number 10, I have Shallow Grave because I don't think I've seen it. I haven't oh, seen that. Okay. That's, that's the only one I haven't seen of of his major releases. So I have okay. to put that at the bottom. I hear it's great, but I haven't got around to it.
0: Uh, for me, the last one on my list is uh, 127 Hours.
1: Okay. Very good. Um, it, it,
0: actually, it's a tie. Uh, but uh, all things considered, that that's probably my least favorite movie that he's done not saying it's not a good movie. It is. It's a good movie, but it's not one that I'll... I, I highly doubt I'll ever revisit that movie.
1: Uh, where are we at? Number nine. I have Millions. It's uh, another great film from him, and he's, he's very uh, like Kubrick, where he just jumps genres like crazy with every film, and I love that about him, and every time that he does that, it's still a great film, um, but Millions was his kid film, I'm, uh, I'm older, so <laughs> yeah, I gotta knock it down a peg. am I gonna run out to watch millions again? Eh, not really, but yeah. was it a well made film? Yes, it was, and I've got um a similar thing to what you were probably alluding to right there, and that is like his bottom four I'd put kind of all right in the same ballpark the next three right in the same ballpark, top three right I mean, you're just you you're, you're uh, picking hairs there. You know what I mean? It, the, yeah. So many of them are so good. Um, so it's hard to. It's I agree. more like yep. I just group them rather than rate them. But yes, millions would be towards the bottom. Number eight. Okay. Or nine. Uh, Where are you at? I yeah. don't
0: even know. Uh, yeah. Next up for me would be millions. And it was, like you said, it was a good movie, but replayability for me, eh. Yeah. N- nah. Good, but, you know, not, not great. Yeah.
1: Well, number eight for me would be 127 Hours. Mm. Very well-made film. Am I going to run out to watch it again where a guy cuts off his arm with a pocket knife? No. Nah, nah, not really.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Eh, It was good. It was well-made, well-acted, but... eh. It
1: was, but am I going to...
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, next up for me was Shallow Grave. And, it, uh, again, it was a good movie. I've only seen it one time years ago. Really liked it. Well, uh, well made. Script was good. Acting was good. But it's... I, I don't want to say it's a one and done, but it, it doesn't have huge replay value. And it is a very low-budget movie. But it was a good movie.
1: Okay. Uh, number seven, and I might get crucified for this, but, yes, his Oscar winner is all the way down there, and that is Slumdog Millionaire. Again, the replayability. Good flick. I really liked it. I watched it. I said, that's a good movie. I root for Danny Boyle. Yay. Hey, honey, let's pull out Slumdog Millionaire. and Watch that again. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I watched it. It was good. The acting was great. And the story was good. But am I yanking that one out to watch? No, I'm going to watch Indy rip out. Am's heart on on the ladder hanging from the <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just yeah. not quite in my ballpark I I enjoy it Well, especially the film. when you, yeah
0: that's that's a one that's one where when the first time you see it it's it's great uh I thought I'm kind of getting into my own stuff here but uh, yeah I'll touch on that later
1: No go ahead go ahead go ahead uh, Well
0: I just just I, I after you watch it for the first time there are certain things that happen in the movie that are not going to be near as impactful the second time that you watch the movie. True. Uh, yeah. so,
1: it borders uh, you know. on a spoiler kind of effect. Yeah. Once you see that it's coming, and I mean, you can assume that from the title and the plot synopsis and everything, but uh, <laughs> once you see it, yeah. once it happens, then you're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Totally agree.
1: Okay, uh, number seven for you.
0: Number seven for me is A Life Less Ordinary. Uh, now, I will say this, I've only seen that movie one time, but I really enjoyed it, uh, but I, I'm, a, I'm the farthest thing from a rom-com guy, and it was a rom-com, however, it was a Danny Boyle rom-com, which uh, uh, immediately elevates it, but it's not one that I'm like, I can't wait to watch that one again, but it was still very good. It was a good movie. I, I definitely didn't dislike that thing.
1: that's a... Uh, Totally fair uh, appraisal of that film. Uh, Number six for me is A Life Less Ordinary. Uh, I also am not a huge rom-com guy, but when I get one that is really unique and different and meaningful to me, I cling to it. And I've watched this movie many times. I love this movie. It's fantastic. This falls into my next segment of... uh, next tier of Danny Boyle films. I love this movie. If you haven't seen it, track it down. It is a gem in the rough because so many times people I say, "Oh, A Life Less Ordinary." And people are, or, or I get accused of not liking romance movies or romantic movies and I'm like, "A Life Less Ordinary." And people are like, "What? I've never even heard of it." Well, yeah. there's uh demons and devils and and angels and they are fighting for love and people are, like, "Ha!" Huh? <laughs> uh, and then you go Well Cameron Diaz is in it and you, Oh my best friend's wedding And you go Yeah yeah, it's a prequel watch it <laughs> yeah. Not really But anyway yep. <laughs> it's very twisted And weird and bizarre But uh-huh. Ian McGregor is one of the best men ever uh, I just connect with him Automatically Yeah uh, yeah. It plays it so well. It's it's fantastic. He's a fantastic stepping stone to get regular dudes into a romantic movie by playing the role that he's playing. It's Yeah. It's great. I love that movie. Okay. Uh number 6.
0: Um next up is Slumdog Millionaire for the <laughs> reasons that I've i mean we're just kind of going that's back fine. And forth we just here.
1: swapped them that's okay it yeah. seems like we're pretty yeah. on par here
0: <laughs> yeah and it's a great movie uh but the replayability isn't high but it's still a great movie acting is great uh, and then you
1: get to that weird dance at the end
0: oh it's so bizarro uh but but for for what it was i i was so surprised by that dancing that i'm like okay That's out there, but I'm into this, I guess.
1: It's an an Indian thing. They do it in every film. Yeah, Go watch any Bollywood movie.
0: So, yeah, big thumbs up. Good movie, but not my favorite Danny Boyle movie.
1: I agree. Number five. And I'm surprised this one fell as far as it did because I really like this movie, but I've only seen it once. And I'm afraid that... It's a twisty thing, so the second time I watch it, uh, since I know the twist, eh, it's gonna knock down a bit. And that's Trance. Really enjoyed this film. Was shocked how much I enjoyed this film. But, again, will it hold up on repeat viewing? Maybe next time we talk about Mr. Boyle it will have moved up the list, but I can only put it where it is now, and that's number five.
0: Yep. Um, Trance is number five <laughs> for me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, And for the exact same reason. I've seen it one time, and I thought it was a great movie, but will it hold up? I don't know. We shall see. Back to you. (laughs) It's in a holding pattern
1: of our 1 through 10. Trance is number 5. Okay. (laughs) Number 4. This is a personal fave for me, and uh, a lot of people don't like this movie. It has a lot of bad rap. Uh, I love this movie. I loved it the first time I saw it. I've loved it every time I've watched it since. I don't understand why it gets the negative uh, reaction, but Maybe it's just me, and that's the beach. DiCaprio plays a perfect psycho at, at the times when he should. Uh, everybody is at the top of their game. I don't know, man. I love this movie, and I, I went and bought the book afterwards. The novel is fantastic. It, uh, I, I see why they cut some of the stuff that they did for the movie. I wish all of it was in there. It would make a little more sense. But it's still the both the book and the movie are perfect. Examples of their medium of weirdness. It just, they both work on their level. And the beach, I just love seeing DiCaprio unhinged because at that point we didn't get to see it very often. He was very much America's boy. And at that point he went friggin' fight club and it was great.
0: Yep, Um, I agree. Anyway, I agree.
1: Number four. Uh, Yeah, I,
0: ah boy. (laughs) The the beach. Uh, That's. I mean, there's seriously there's a chance that the rest of these are exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, the beach. We'll is See, the next...
1: I, I bet we're going to be a little off kilter for two and three, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the beach.
0: Everything you said, I I loved it. In fact, that's one that the more I watch it, and I haven't seen it in a little while because I'm waiting for the Blu-ray. Me too. Uh, but the the more I watch it, the more I appreciate the the batshit crazy ending of that movie. At first, I'm like, what? This is no, no. And now the more I watch it, the more I'm like, all right, I'm into this. This it, is this is cool. It
1: is about uh, literally America, American perception of paradise. And yeah. how it gets screwed up because you try and grab it. And in grabbing it, you mess it up. you got to leave it alone. It's, it's yeah. a beautiful film. Yep. I love it. Okay, well, uh, next up, we're in the top three. Three left. I am I think we have all three of the same top three, but I think they're going to be in different order. I could be wrong. Okay. Uh, if we're on pace, I'm going to make you do two so that I can... You can talk about one. <laughs> okay, alright. Uh, number three, 28 Days Later. I knocked it down to three. I assume you probably have it higher than number three, but <laughs> it's a fantastic film. I absolutely love it. It's one of the best horror films of the last 20 years it is amazing but i had to put the remaining two just a tad bit higher because they're a little bit more groundbreaking and or a little bit more (laughs) sci-fi and i just might be a little bit more of a sci-fi dork uh number three for you sir
0: is is sunshine number three is sunshine (laughs) Yep, uh, and I love this movie. In fact, this was a hard one for me to, to put at number three, but the other two are just a little bit higher. And this is one of the, the, the great science fiction movies of the, of the past ten years, if not more. Mm Uh, the fact that this movie did not get wide release is just staggering to me. Staggering! Uh, I would have loved to pay money to see this in the theater, but I, and I think that you and I had this conversation way back when it came out. It's like, where is Danny Boyle's Sunshine? Why is it not playing anywhere? Um, it, fantastic movie, the the effects, the storyline. Uh, I like I liked that it took a horror turn towards the tail end. I great movie. Fantastic was it, was movie. was that
1: before Slumdog Millionaire? It had to be.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Well, that's why. If it had been yeah. after Slumdog, then it would have been more widely released. Mm-hmm. But. Especially with that ending though, I know it's not for everybody, and even the first time I watched that was like, what? Like, not even the ending. The ending was fantastic, but that little uh, transition from second to third act, it's yeah. sort of jarring. You're sort of like, wait, why? Seriously? Yeah, that's I know. what happened? Um, but again, it's Danny Boyle. You just go with that kind of crap when you're watching these trance, the beach, 20 days later. You know, you gotta go with that. Even 20 yeah. days later has that. Second oh, to third does. act transition where, uh, at the army house and they're running through the house. Oh, it's just, yeah. it, he, uh, does the, um, from dust till dawn, um, genre transition. And I love that. You don't see it coming and all of a sudden you're like, what the hell is going on? And he yeah. twists that shit on his head. I love it. Okay. Love it too. Yeah. Uh, yep. back to me. Number two is sunshine didn't no. quite reach the number one because uh, in a, uh, the same idea of our top 100, I'm looking for those um, groundbreaking films and does Sunshine break ground? It absolutely does for two acts. Uh, the third one mm, falls a little bit back into a uh, more movie uh, going friendly uh, popcorn film. But for the first two acts, mind blowing. Anyway, the only reason it got bumped down to number two is because he made a film where every act was groundbreaking. Back to you for number two.
0: <laughs> number two for me is. Oh boy, this was hard for me, but twenty-eight days later is You've number gotta two. Gotta
1: be kidding me! I'm shocked. I am yeah. shocked
0: we're talking like not even a not even a half a point but we're talking like a, a point well,
1: it's I, I, tie it's it's 1 through 3 is a tie
0: <laughs> yeah but but um and it, honestly it's mainly due to the level of groundbreakingness because 28 days later was groundbreaking and that that he used uh, a mini dv camera that I owned a step up from what he used. I owned a step up from that. I and know. that's what he shot this thing on. I know. And uh, it was a fantastic horror movie. I remember seeing it in the theater by myself up in Canton. And when it was done, I remember going outside of the theater. Uh, and this was, I think, this is before Tinseltown. Um, or Tinseltown was built and it was just playing at, uh, I, I remember seeing this at the what is now the, the Dollar yeah, Theater. Yeah, the smaller one. Yeah, and I sat out there on the curb, and I just sat there for a little bit, just contemplating what I had seen, because movies like that don't play in the theater. Yeah. As, back in those days, back in when this was released, it's like, that's not the type of thing that you normally see in a first run theater, and I'm just like, that was, that was so good. That was amazing. It was a horror movie with a lot of brains, uh, it was, it wasn't Ironic and in a the, zombie
1: movie. But, yeah, but, exactly. But, I know what you're saying. But, that that third act um, was just. It was. I, I I did the same thing. I walked out of. The, I was still smoking at the time. I walked out of the theater. I was like, I got to smoke a cigarette. I got to just stand here and smoke a cigarette and think about yep. what the hell I just saw because my heart is absolutely racing. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole army bit, the last bit. Uh, because it was all shot on that handheld HD cam,
0: it yeah, just I know. It made it
1: feel so real and visceral and just, you, you felt like you lost blood via wounds yeah. <laughs> in that movie. It was brutal. Yep. Absolutely loved it. And number one, obviously we meet up, train spotting. Yep.
0: Train spotting.
1: Ah, uh, fantastic film. I've watched it a dozen times and I absolutely love it every single time. It still holds the power of the very first time that I watched it. Uh, yeah. It's endlessly quotable, it's endlessly heartbreaking, <laughs> gut wrenching on uh, drug level, emotional level. Every single facet uh, is sucked out of it. Probably from the Irvin Welsh book I haven't read. But it has all of the elements of that kind of passion.
0: Yeah. And the score, the, the, the soundtrack Phenomenal. was so good. Oh, so good. So good. It's a
1: it's, it's 10 from top to bottom.
0: Yep, it is. If you haven't
1: seen Train Spotting, uh, you absolutely have to.
0: And and that's one that I drove with my friend Tim Rasseter. We drove up to some theater. I, I don't even. I, some theater up in Cleveland ish area. I don't even remember where it was, but I saw this in the theater. Wow. And I, I'll never forget that experience. I'm like, this, I've never ever seen anything like this. And while I think that my, like, Danny Boyle's 28 Days Later is probably my favorite movie from him, I think that train spotting is more important,
1: I guess, if that makes sense. No, it makes complete and, sense and, because if we were just going on, uh, which movies I enjoyed from him, this, this list would be completely rearranged.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm, I think it's cool that we had both ended up on train spotting. I wasn't sure where we were going to end up. Like,
1: yeah, the, I, I didn't either. I figured twenty-eight days later would be tops for you, but that's
0: yeah, that's awesome. It's so close. It's so close. Uh, but th- train spotting. I'm like, you know, train spotting is
1: those top three for me are interchangeable. I yeah. you know I think of um, certain scenes where I'm like spotting has got to be number one because it's so emotional and moving and just it means so much. And then I think of the scene uh, in Sunshine where Chris Evans is diving into the freezing coolant. Oh, uh, that was so or, good. Or or uh, Cillian Murphy is facing the uh, sunshine and he's like ah oh, and the, it's coming right at him and it f- pauses for a moment. It's just like it's one of the most amazing. Shots I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah. But train spotting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, it's just yep. amazing. And it has, it, it's weird how it has
0: some some laugh out loud, truly hilarious moments, followed by scenes of like the baby. Oh, and, it's just. And, where you're like, oh, this is the worst thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. The transitions um,
1: in that movie are just, there's the gut punch. It's just gut punch, yeah. gut punch. It's, ugh, it's brutal. Anyway, okay, we need to wrap this up and move on to Recently Watched, but as we wrap up every director spotlight, it's with a quote from the man himself, and that is... I don't want to make pompous, serious films. I like films that have a kind of vivacity about them. At this time of year, you think about awards, and if you want to win one, you think you should make serious films. But my instinct... Is to make vivacious films. Mm. Danny Boyle.
0: Ooh, nice. I like that.
1: Yeah, that's why we like all of his movies. Yeah, because he doesn't screw around uh, with what people want to see. He makes stuff that's interesting to him. Genre yep. bending. It's beautiful. Okay. Awesome. Let's move into recently watched and get this, this, and this. Three, four. I'm gonna let you go first
0: okay uh I'm, I'm going to the 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 crown jewel of the bunch on this episode for me is going to be a movie that used to be on Netflix and unfortunately it is not but I did pick it up on blu-ray and rewatched this and uh first time I watched it um I watched it like in the morning possibly working out or whatever uh, regardless you know, I remember watching the the tail end of it on my laptop this time, however, I watched it on the big screen at night. And this is... I gave it 4.5 out of 5 stars. Okay. Um, that's how good this movie is. To me. To me. Okay. And that is uh Eduardo Sanchez's Lovely Molly. Uh The director of Blair Witch Project. Yeah.
1: I haven't seen the movie, though. Um, you recommended it, but I haven't got around to it.
0: I... It gives me chills just thinking about it. It is one of the more uncomfortable movies I've I've ever seen. Uh,
1: please feel uh. free to throw that onto a roulette ins- instead of uh, Apartment 13 anything. anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, it's not a fun watch at all, but it is yes, so it well is. made. Yes,
1: I-, I watched 30 minutes of Apartment 13, whatever. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Whatever it is. if it's a goat taking a shit, it's a better watch than whatever the hell that was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but i can pretty much guarantee you, you'll like that movie okay. uh, but it'll pre- it's going to creep you out and it's not one I, I i love when a horror movie and this is a horror movie this is a horror movie but i love when horror movies can creep you out and scare you without loud abrupt noises and there's a couple of men here but this is all about the impending sense of dread and doom and something is not quite right and it's so few movies can get that right. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate a great jump scare, but what I appreciate even more is movies that that truly get under your skin to where I'm uncomfortable and I don't feel good sitting down here in the basement watching this right now. Or well, right, I can do a jump scare out.
1: without the sound. Where they yeah exactly sort of like hey guy and it yes and like
0: oh man and so lovely Molly is a huge thumbs up. And I cannot believe that the first time I watched this movie, I spoiled watching it uh, on my computer or whatever. I mean, this was when I lived in Florida. I remember, yeah. like, oh, the guy from Blair, Witch, the guy that made Blair Witch Project. Uh, I want to watch this newest movie I, from I him. I think
1: that thing is on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it,
0: it is. Well, they took it off. It may be back on, but I know that they had taken it off for a time. But it might pop, pop back up if it. I'll look, if for, it's it. Not on I'll right look for it. It's not on right I'll look for it. Yeah, it's on there. But uh, that's one that. I would advise if you at all possibly can watch it at night or watch it when it's most effective because that movie is most effective with no distractions and the lights out. It will creep you out. I can promise you that. Okay. So
1: Beautiful. Uh, well, since our last uh, recording, I have finished up Spartacus episode, uh, ah. seasons three and four. Um, great show, man. It's only four seasons and those aren't full seasons. There was a, uh, season two was a prequel season that was about six episodes, uh, because the main character freaking died. The actor that played him. Yeah. freaking died at 32 or something. I, very young, uh, very sad. And it sucks. Um, but going on to seasons three and four, the guy that replaced them did a pretty good job. Um, carried on the show as well as could be expected. I really enjoyed the show throughout. Um, I'm glad they kept it the length that they did of four seasons. Uh, it goes up there with shows that I will think of that I could rewatch, like Battlestar Galactica and Rescue Me. You know, those ones that were yeah. four to six seasons that you're like, you didn't drag it out too much, you stayed to your point, and you did a good job. I, I could re-watch Spartacus. I was good stuff. Cool. Unfortunately, uh concerning the storyline, you know how it's going to end. It's like uh somebody watching Titanic and going, "Oh, this is a true story. I don't know anything about it. That's a lovely boat. It seems like it would be a fun time." Wee! This will be a good movie. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If you know anything about Spartacus and the show or the the history behind it, you know how it's going to end. So it Sort of, yeah. You know how it's going to end. That's all I'm going to say gotcha. about it. Um, and Jupiter Ascending. Recently watched. I watched a movie in the theater, finally, in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what I thought about that movie, you can go see CinemaSoft Underbelly, episode 69, where I break it down pretty good. I give it a thumbs up. Don't think it deserves all its hate, but. Then again, I'm the sci-fi dork, so, you know, yeah. if you're the type that's like, lightsabers are dumb because they stop, or TIE Fighters wouldn't make a fireball in space, maybe not the movie for you. If you want to know yeah. more about what I think about it, go listen to that episode. Back to you.
0: Okay. Thanks for the plug. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so uh, I'm going to tackle... Uh, Two movies that were my backup picks for the roulette. I watched two other movies on the roulette. Okay, uh, just because I thought they sounded really good. Summer of Blood is one of them, um, and then the Ryan, Ryan Phillippe movie Catching Hell was the other one. And Summer of Hell, both of them get by the way get one star. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So I, I I did I did good with picking this yeah, time. You did. Honeymoon was a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> Summer of Blood is a pretentious. Uh, a film school student something shot in New York with a bunch of pretentious actors. Everybody you can tell is like trying to be... It, it's a hipster movie. Ugh. It's 90 minutes of hipsters doing hipster shit that's supposed to be wittingly funny. And at first, at first I'm like, oh, this is kind of funny. And a little tiny, tiny little sliver of hipster bullshit yeah. goes a long way. So they're they their self-referential. They're cool, witty banter back and forth. I'm we like, this are is so very cool. funny. We're funny, yes, because we talk like this. Wait a minute, what?
1: Yeah, that's get it. At 1st like, kinda... funny.
0: Yes, yes. Ninety minutes of ironically funny. It's about <laughs> vampires, but they're ironically hipster vampires. And yeah, it was terrible. It was it was terrible. I hated everybody in this movie. Um and I started, out, I started out with a, with a clean slate, <laughs> thinking, oh, this might oh, be it. It's kind of kind of witty. Oh, I knew nothing I, about like, it, so I don't
1: feel bad about it at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but let me just, t- uh, no, I got yep. that out of my system. Let's just take care of what the hell is up with Ryan Phillippe right now. What, Dude, you're a good actor. Why are you doing this stuff?
1: Because uh, nothing he has done has made money. Oh, and I like him. I know, I, but I, I know, but nothing be- he has done has made money, at least on the oh. Ryan Phillippe name. You got Lincoln Lawyer, no. but that's McConaughey, Matthew
0: McConaughey, that's- and he's got uh, the. Uh, I know what you did last summer, but that was a slasher movie after a scream. <laughs> oh, but this thing is just oh, it's like, and he's a good actor, and he's good in this for for. For the most part, yeah, but, but he can't be doing everything...
1: like you know just a direct-to-video thriller crap. You're not Desperado. Yeah. You got to like go balls out and do a John Wick or something like really crazy. Yeah,
0: exactly. And this is complete run-of-the-mill direct-to-video. Like for 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 someone looking for a cheap kind of sort of thriller action, I guess it's okay. But I expect more from him. And uh, this was just pathetic. uh, Pathetic.
1: Look, look, I love him as much as you do, but we expect more from him based on what? Yeah. He uh, hasn't really given us anything to really expect more from him. Yeah. Ryan, I love you, dude. I'm rooting for (laughs) you like crazy. But... Yeah. Yeah. Do something oh. nuts. Do something yeah. nuts. We need a we need a Fight Club out of you. We need something. Yeah, I, I
0: want to see. I want to see a Birdman Michael Keaton transformation yes. where all of a sudden he's doing something that you're like, whoa! I thought that he was kind of done,
1: and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, all right, yeah. So anyway, that's what the general populace needs from you, not us. We we, we are yeah. very happy with your direct video yeah. shenanigans. Okay, back to me. <laughs> um... Because time is limited, I'm going to do a real yeah. quick rundown of uh, second-generation Godzilla. I found uh, Crackle has uh, a lot of the second-gen Godzilla stuff, so I'm going to do a real quick rundown of all the notes I've made of the films I've watched, just so that I can remember them. Because I'm sick of rewatching the movies that are so bad I forget about them. Gotcha. Godzilla vs. <laughs> Godzilla 2... Baby Godzilla hatches, scientists study, discover second brain in ass, decide to wage war on second brain in ass. This actually <laughs> happens in a Godzilla <laughs> film. Again. That's great. Uh, next, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, always awesome. Mothra seeds the universe, and somehow this creates Space Godzilla, completely unexplained, crappy baby Godzilla kid again. Military dudes wearing pink sweaters and headbands on Monster Island. Fat thighs Godzilla. He needs to lose some weight. (laughs) Hilarious film. Hilarious.
0: It's fat. So when you say that, though, you do know that the latest movie that came out... He's huge in that. I mean, yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's a, he's a lard yeah, ass
1: in that. Yeah, thing. but you need to see his thighs. It's all about the thighs. Because <laughs> he's shaped like a freaking pear. Uh, anyway. Oh, Godzilla good. versus Destroyer. Destroyer. It's not Destroyer. Oh, Destroyer. Okay. Glowing, overcharged Godzilla. Okay. Now, this is one that's a gem of these movies. I'm making jokes and ha ha ha, but of these movies, this one Rocks. Godzilla comes up right in the beginning. He's all glowing red and super nuclear powered. Uh, aliens body gun ripoff. Yes, they have the, uh, body gun that they move, wave around from aliens. You remember that?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I've
1: yeah. One that's of it. the best
0: parts of aliens. Yes.
1: That's in this movie. Um, scorpion demon monsters. They combine to make destroyer and he's badass. Yes. They have these very creepy monsters that are like scorpions but they're maybe um a couple stories tall tall excuse me and then they combine to make one that's godzilla size 300 feet humongous
0: of course yep
1: but it's awesome they almost look like predator with the crazy claws in the front of the mouth make no sense lots of teeth and a tongue that comes between them and could never eat anything it uh, doesn't make any sense but it Looks awesome for an alien thing. Um, great production values, awesome pans during destruction. Now, this is where I start to notice, as I'm watching the old Godzilla films, They're um, going through them chronologically, uh, they have the big Godzilla thing, and fighting the other Godzilla guy, in a, or the other monster in a outfit, but they pan during the destruction like you set up all these buildings and you got these two guys in rubber suits that are fighting in between the buildings but now they're starting to really work and make it look good with the lighting and the like panning sideways and uh, stuff like that during the destruction of the miniature sets okay it looks really freaking sweet like it's hard to explain but when you see it you understand what i'm saying Okay. A simple, a simple pan to the left or right, and it looks magical. <laughs> of course, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next up. I'm wasting too much time. Sorry, I'll hurry up. No, you're good. Godzilla. No, no, you're good. The, uh, I should note that all of these are borderline remakes uh, with the second gen Godzilla series. They were like, okay, forget the 18 other sequels that happened before Godzilla 1954. This is a direct sequel to Godzilla 1954. And then they did that like four times in a row. So you're like, what the hell? It's like James Bond. You just frickin' go with it. You just, yeah. okay, yeah. Roger, Moore, oh, gotcha, Roger Moore, gotcha. Moore never happened. He never ran across crocodiles. Yeah. And yeah. now it's Skyfall. You know? <laughs> <Nice>. oh, <that's laughs> uh, Godzilla versus Mothra. This has happened before. This is a remake. Uh, Mudslide uncovers Mothra Egg. Uh, Raiders, Raiders, of the Lost Ark ripoff, Temple of Doom bridge ripoff. Um, then we have an evil Mothra, because you know, eh, evil moth. That's scary. Not uh, team up battle, Godzilla and Mothra team up against evil Mothra. Um, wow, I what what do I have here in my notes. I don't care about moths. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's getting. Mothra and his... It says, Mothra and his fairy dust, we. Whoa! (laughs) It's because uh, Mothra is constantly followed by his twin little fairies, and Mothra spews forth his fairy dust, which makes other gigantic creatures do whatever he wants. So he's constantly, like, spreading his sparkly fairy dust. Which is what you want to see when you go to a Godzilla movie is a giant moth slowly flapping wings and shitting all over everything. Yeah. Um, Yep. Oh, no. Betrayal. Reverse team-up. Evil Mothra and new Mothra team up against Godzilla. Oh, the humanity movie ends. Everybody moves on. To the best Godzilla movie, Godzilla 2000, where they were trying to repair all the damage done by... Roland Emmerich with his 1998 movie Godzilla yep. and I'll tell you what I've always loved this movie but going back and revisiting it I haven't watched it in many years going back and re it just today I finished it up it's so freaking good dude it's so good oh really it kicks so much ass it's all old school but it's so damn good you gotta watch this movie again it's great I absolutely I, I enjoyed love the it the one time I watched it yeah I thought it was a good movie yeah it's badass. It's the best of the old school. and I right there is kind of where I leave off. I've got another six or seven, eight dozen movies to watch that are Godzilla movies. But I'm going to watch them all because I want the review uh, file in my folder. and there are thirty plus. Godzilla movies. Wow. I'm also working my way through the Bond movies because I want a review file for each one of them. I'm going to have it there yep. so that I can say, hey, back in, you know, 2013 yeah. I reviewed that movie and that's what it is. It, same with the Godzilla movies. And that's... Gotcha. I'm trying to work my way through them. Um, but Godzilla 2000, that's the only one that really holds up. I haven't watched Destroya before, but that was fantastic. And you need to... Give that one a chance because it was so damn good.
0: I have a feeling that eventually I'm going to go through probably most of those old Godzilla They're all movies. very
1: watchable, I, I... especially in the background. Like, you're working in the office, yeah. that kind of crap, or with the kids. My kids, like, I can't get them to watch uh, Batman cartoons. They don't give a shit. Or uh, uh, Green Lantern, Justice League. Any of those cartoons that I've talked about uh, over the last uh, 20 pods, they don't give a shit about. Recently, in the last two weeks, I pop on a Godzilla flick I'm watching in the background. They sit down, are blown away. They they look a jaw on the floor. They're watching Godzilla. It, That's awesome. It's crazy. My kid's three. The oldest one's three. Blown away. He's blown away by it. I'm telling you give them a shot. See how timeless okay. they are. Because I remember watching yeah. these movies when I was a very young lad between uh, WWF wrestling in the 80s. Yep. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Chuck I remember that. John. I, that's when I watched, yep. that was my exposure to Godzilla. Yeah. And it's, you know, trying to do the same for my kids. I can't believe they're fascinated. They're fascinated by it. Uh, even Mothra, the big giant dumb moth, they're like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with all the advancements
0: in CGI technology, all that stuff, it's like it's still those old school... Yeah.
1: A lot of it's the second gen, though. Like, the first gen stuff is kind of... You gotta be a dork to like it. I mean, it, yeah. the Godzilla expressions are horrible. But uh, the second gen, the Godzilla expressions are beautiful. They're beautiful. I love them. Because he can have his mouth closed... Nothing crazy. He just turns and looks at the UFO and is like, "What the f are you looking at, boy? Like I will wreck you." <laughs> it's they're so hilarious. It's it's great. I love them, and I'm I'm. I, it just boggles my mind that the three year old loves them as well. It's yeah, amazing. Anyway, I spent more than enough time on uh, half a dozen Godzilla films. Back to you. Um. Well. Uh-
0: I have way too many recently watched to actually go over at this point, so I'm just going to... We're done. We're good.
1: <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> anything, anything else no, here will I, I, we'll I want one more review from you, and then I'm more than willing to wrap this up, and that is okay. something we should have been talking about for weeks now, and that is Danger 5. I, oh yeah, I have wanted your review of this I've only watched uh three episodes I'm on episode four of uh six there's only six episodes but I told you that this is the most important thing that you need to be watching right now and you text me back like three hours later and you're like yeah, I've watched everything I've watched them all
0: yeah <laughs> this is the greatest show ever yeah. oh it's it's awesome it's if there's if you want to take a look into. What makes Eugene Weaver get up in the morning? <laughs> just just watch Danger Five, because that's that's the shit that I am into. It's it is just
1: if you're not I, into that show, just stop listening to us. Because I'm offended. Yeah, that stop listening listened. to
0: us. Yeah, <laughs> it is just the the most hammy, cheesy, hilarious acting. All set to World War Two and Nazis and... Dinosaurs. And...
1: Uh, dinosaurs with lasers and... and it's, it's so just... completely inexplicable that there's no I, yeah, way to explain it. it. It's just freaking brilliant South Park-type humor. If you're not into that it is, sort of yeah, thing, exactly, don't yeah. even it's, bother. It's South Park, it's lowbrow...
0: Uh, the, the, actually, the second episode with the dinosaurs... That's probably the best episode of all of them, but they're all every single one of them has laugh out loud great moments. You just you have to see it. I've never seen a TV show quite like that.
1: Is it a That's TV show? Where in, does it come from? I, I Australia is it? I believe Australia or, it,
0: or South Africa.
1: Is it an internet show?
0: I don't know. I, I, I know I just, nothing
1: about it. All, all I know is there's like six episodes, and it's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire
0: life. Yeah. Well, you you texted me. You're like, dude, you have to see this. I'm like, ah, it's a TV show. No, come on. I've got too many movies. And I'm like, okay, just just start an episode. See what happens. <laughs> no, I
1: think like, what got you into it was I said I defy you to turn the show off after 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah. And immediately, after the first five minutes, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I'm, I'm in. I'm sold. And then it was it was a matter of a couple of days, and I had watched all the episodes. It was like, okay, we're all done here.
1: It is beyond explanation. It Yeah. It's like Thunderbirds effects and South Park humor, and oh, it's so weird. It's, and awesome. it's one where after
0: every episode, Adolf Hitler just barely escapes with his life. From from our heroes that are trying to thwart his evil uh, evil doing. So, constant mission, it,
1: as always. Remember,
0: you right, remember kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah, kill Hitler, <laughs> and that's what the show's about is trying to kill Hitler. So take a bit of Quentin Tarantino mixed with Trey Parker and Matt
1: Stone and Thunderbirds uh, and mix it all together in a blender, and, and
0: that's what you get. Yeah. It's just bizarro and it's fantastic. Oh, Watch it's it, so
1: great, I absolutely love it. Okay, anything else to add to this? A completely random and weird episode. Yes, I know Oscars, nah. Oscars were on last night, but here we are talking about Danger Five.
0: Yeah, meh. <laughs> we should be
1: ashamed. We'll get into that. Well,
0: yeah, no. we'll get into that later. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ty was like, "Who won the Oscar contest?" I was like, "I'm way too busy." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll get around to that when I get around to it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> it's not that I don't appreciate uh, the contest that I set up, but I don't have time. I've been a little too busy with uh, bloody sick kids, and you'll know eventually. Yeah, oh, yeah. And if you there's, all well out there. Oh, man, uh, well, I'll have to save my review of Justice League Throne of Atlantis for the next episode. Another DC animated film that I'm looking forward to reviewing, but, well, it's just going to have to wait. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can get a hold of us at MovieFreaksPod at Yahoo.com please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly on iTunes. Uh, If there's anything else you have to add?
0: I'm good. Okay,
1: that's going to wrap it up for this episode. As always, I'm Eric Warner.
0: And I'm Eugene Weaver.
1: Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.